This is a Podfire production. Welcome to the Two Cripples, One Pair of Legs podcast, where every fortnight, your hosts, Adam Shepard and Natasha Price, take a long, hard look at the world through the eyes of two people who believe in grabbing life by the balls and squeezing tighter than Borat in a mankini. The good, the bad, the often cringeworthy, but most importantly, the hilarity that can and often does ensue. If you're looking for fluffy sunshine and rainbows, My Little Pony meets Care Bears type of purity, you've probably come to the wrong place. If you're after good conversation, warped humour, quick wit, a touch of sarcasm, two proud people with disabilities with the no holes barred, leave no stump unturned outlook on life, welcome home. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. It's... um going to be a slightly different day for us today it is it is it is but that's okay because you know we're different and difference is what makes the world wonderful <laughs> jesus christ have you been like reading some kind of serenity cards or something yes. yeah 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 something like that something like that yes. so um we're not having a guest today no no we're not well no. i i'm i'm having a very special guest special <laughs> Special like a happy meal, exactly. as as an ex girlfriend of mine used to say. Exactly right, and she was correct. <laughs> Thanks, That's quite all right. <laughs> How's so, your week been? Yeah, good. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's been a little bit crazy. Um, it has. It has. It's been a nuts week. I mean, as, as you would know. Well, yeah. Yeah, we've um, we're preparing to head to Canberra tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am racing at the AIS in a couple of events over the next couple of weeks. So we're heading down there for a two-week trip. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be bloody cool. Uh, you'll, you get to drive all the way to Canberra. Lucky Woo-hoo. me. <laughs> it's always nice to have a fun road Worst trip. Worst co-pilot ever. I know, I suck. Like, I could drive. I can drive. I have a license. Nobody, but you wouldn't You wouldn't want me nobody, to drive. <laughs> there is nobody whose ass points to the ground that wants you behind the wheel of a car. Yeah, this is true. That, just... No. What about people whose asses don't point to the ground? They they don't want it either. <laughs> yeah. They don't. I don't know unless you ask them why their asses don't point to the ground. Well, this is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless they're already dead. Yes. Yeah. Um, that I was a bit morbid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but you, you tend to go off on a bit of a tangent like uh, that. I know. It's, t- it's 2 p.m. It's, it's okay, you know. Yes. It's five o'clock somewhere in the world. I knew you were going to say that then. <laughs> I could see it coming. I, I don't know how that fits mm. into things, but there you go. So, we, yeah, so we go to, we get up at stupid o'clock and we're going to drive to, I think we're going to get to Newcastle tomorrow. Yes. Uh, and then from Newcastle to Canberra's another like three, four and three quarter hours yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've done the whole. I've done the drive from Canberra back to the Gold Coast in, in one day. day. And yeah. Can I just tell you, that sucked. I think you hated me on that day for making <sighs> you drive. Hey. Well, no, because it, it was your. But it was your choice. It was to my choice. I, I, went, I wanted to get home to my boy and you know see my family and whatnot. And so I kind of got up and and I was I got up in the morning. And I was like, you know what? Today's the day. I'm sleeping in my own bed tonight. It's happening. And I drove, and I think we left at 6 a.m., and I got pulled up at home just after midnight. So Yeah, that was, that was a long that day. That was a long day. Well, I, I was good. I slept. Yes, you did. <laughs> Once again, worst co-pilot ever. Uh, yes, I know. But how, well, do we I, get, how do we get from A to B? Me? I navigate. We'd get from A to A if it was you or A to Z or something. Yeah. Not Certainly not A to B. I, I have a Garmin. 
<laughs> I have a Garmin. I do better than a Garmin. Yeah. Consi- considering I can't see shit, I think I do pretty well. Still the same annoying fucking <laughs> pommy voice. <laughs> I don't have a pommy voice. What are you talking about? I don't have a pommy. No. No. My impression. Your English it, accent sucks balls. Considering how much time I spent, we spend together. Um, and you know, A coffee Subway sandwich. Oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, hang on. Where's my button? I haven't hey, used it for a Yeah, while. I know, right? Don't make me pull out a hurdle. Yeah, cool. Yeah, good yeah, job. That, that one worked. I like that. Which you'll only know if you've watched the episode about me running into hurdles. Oh, uh, we're going to we're gonna well, have to. Well, we'll cover that in another one. See, yeah. Seeing as I'm interviewing you today for yes. the water cooler, I feel like maybe you need to do me one. That's not what I meant. You have to do an interview with me on another day. <laughs> Yes, okay. <laughs> you get where I'm there, going There's a reason why this podcast is rated explicit, <laughs> and it's not that. <laughs> Calm down. Oh, Jesus. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. So are we going to do this interview first? Yeah, I think we should. Come on, let's, then. Let's do it, then. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, well, which one's the water cooler? Oh, you because you, you can't see anything. You can't see the button. <laughs> The water cooler. The water cooler. We should just do these live. I mean, you know, the water cooler. Yeah, I know, but then it doesn't work quite so well for the edited version, does it? No, it really no, doesn't. Not really. No, doesn't. Okay. Hi, Adam. Nice to have you on the show. Oh, thanks. So good to be here. <laughs> I'm so happy. I know, right? I'm going to start off by introducing you and reading your bio. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So. Young Adam here, for those of you that don't know. Oh, young. She doesn't call me young often. No, it's because he's not. Um, (laughs) Old fart. A hold fart? Old fart. Old. I was like, old old fart. I was like, please hold your farts whilst you're in here, because I am in a small room with you right now, and nobody wants to be around that shit. You know what happens when you hold a fart, don't you? What's that? It travels up in your brain and that's where shitty ideas come from. Uh-huh. Good yeah. point, good point. Yeah. Okay. Adam is a retired elite wheelchair athlete, mindset coach, personal trainer, entrepreneur, motivational speaker, awards winner and wheelchair racing coach from Queensland where he lives with his wife, Christy, and their son, six-year-old son, Fletcher. He's yes. also a partner of Vince Able, our wonderful that's business, us. an organisation that exists to give visibility to disability whilst empowering all people, regardless yes. of ability to embrace their challenges and chase their dreams. I love it. He is the recipient of the Australian Sports Medal, winner of numerous Australian athletics records, mm-hmm. and has represented Australia in overseas competitions, including captain in the team. I did. He coaches racer me, Natasha yes. Price. That's you. And um, is also the winner of the Raw Awards Silver um, Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year. Yeah. For 2022. Can I just say, he sounds like a fucking cool guy. I, I think know, right? maybe we should get him in here. Maybe we should. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get away from here, you imposter. Yes. I'll, <laughs> I'll go hide under the table. I'm short enough I'd fit. Yes, you would. You're yes. short enough you'd fit into a bloody suitcase. That's how we save what money. What was on that, travel. Jeffrey Dahmer? I'd fit into a suitcase. <laughs> Fuck me. This is at least at least I didn't say like the boot of a car or this something. This has gone downhill real quick. No, I meant to save on travel, dickhead. Oh, I'm, I'm not thinking of decapitating you anytime oh, soon, making shit. you even shorter. <laughs> My God. Okay. All right. Let's get into this. Hello. Hello. Cool. So, you grew up on the Gold Coast. Yes, I did. You did. I did. You did. You did. So, tell me what it was like to be a kid with a disability growing up on the Gold Coast. It was pretty. It was it. 
the Gold Coast, you know, is is you know, I mean, I've only ever lived here, but is absolutely my favorite place in the world to be. I literally couldn't imagine growing up anywhere else. And I know you've, you know, lived in a lot of different places, but um, you know, we've got the ocean and we've got swimming pools and the weather's, you know, bloody spectacular. You know, ninety eight percent of the year, except for you know when we get cyclones. Well, we don't really get cyclones, but when we get the tail end of them, when we get tropical lows and stuff, yeah. Growing up on the coast has been great, you know. Um, you know, we've we've got the water, and you know, I, I, if I was on a boat any earlier in my life, I probably would have been born on one. Um, and you know that with that comes you know fishing and you know which water. is which is your obsession along with your six year old boy, isn't um, it? It's more of a session obsession for him, I think. Yeah, like, he's, he's crazy over it. He though. is. He absolutely loves it, which is kind of cool because I mean, let's face it, there's a whole lot worse things he could be obsessed with and spending True. his money on. Um, his money because he has lots at six. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, you know, but, but, Bit of a bit of a tangent. You know what we do though? We collect all the bottles and cans, right? Yeah. In our place, and now a couple of our neighbours give us uh, theirs as well, and we take them to the recycle centre, and he goes with us, and he helps us sort them and then put them in, and that so that's his pocket money. So which he's now spending on fishing, which he's now he spends on fishing. That's so cool. you know, and it kind of I kind of see it as a full circle thing because he's spending his money on fishing gear, which then provides us food, so then we can eat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that's how I'm. I'm. That's I'm going with that. Go with that. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, growing up on the coast. Um, you know, it, it, it really is the ideal lifestyle. I, I love it. You know, um, I've, I've got amazing friends here and, um, you know, we're, we're close to everything and, yeah, it's, it's really great. What would be different about you as a person with a disability growing up on the coast, though, to somebody who, who didn't have a disability? Did, was, were there differences between you and your friendship groups? Oh, yeah, look, I think um, t- tourism-wise, like, you know, the Gold Coast is – you know, the tourism definitely the tourism capital of Australia and possibly one of the bigger ones in the you know of the world, if not the world. Um, tourism wise, and you know, for for being able to go out and do things, that that was certainly a an interesting thing to to do as a kid. You know, go to the, you know people go to the theme parks and jump on rides and that sort of thing. When I was growing up, going to those theme parks. There was a boatload of those rides that they simply were like, no, you're not getting on this, or you can't get on this. And, and is that because? There's lots of boats on the Gold Coast. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, boat terrible load. Joke. Go on, carry on. That was, that that was, was I shit. know, it was terrible. Sorry. Carry on. Yeah, sorry. You're the one interviewing me and I'm calling your joke shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, so things like that, the theme parks, you know, they, they've certainly gotten better in the way they do things. But, yeah, there was a whole bunch of stuff that you do as a kid, like a, a an able-bodied kid would do on the Gold Coast and, you know, you do on your weekends with your mates and whatnot. But, um. Yeah, accessibility-wise, took a whole lot more planning. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I guess you know, th- there's it, it's gotten better, but certainly with mm. theme parks, for example, there yeah. are so many rides that you can't yeah. take part in, you can't go on, and and yeah. as a result of that, you're mm. excluded from certain things that mm-hmm. you would be doing with friends. So. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, w- w- was that something that frustrated you? Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, look, it was it it sucked because. You know, and and whilst I was probably at a point where I, I, I've always been like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. But um, yeah, it, it frustrated me because I just want to be able to do the same things that um, all my other friends did. Yeah. Um, but at, at, at the same point, at the same time, the rides I did get on, 
you'd finish one go and they're like, do you want to go again? I'm like, hell yeah. So mm-hmm. you didn't play, get You play the crypt card so that you get, 100%. get the positive stuff yeah, out of it, 100%. the positive benefits. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. So tell the listeners, hello. the audience, hello people, hello. Um, a little bit about your disability. So I was born with uh, spina bifida, which is a pretty common um, neural tube defect. Um, so if you've ever seen those ads on TV for like Elevate, uh-huh. Folic acid and Folic stuff. Folic acid and stuff. Yeah. It's like, you must take this, otherwise you'll have a child with spina bifida. I'm that child with spina bifida. <laughs> and uh, ain't nobody wanting that. <laughs> hey, I'm fucking awesome. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, oh. I don't say it often. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was born with spina bifida, which basically means for me, um, I'm I'm paralysed from the waist down. Um, I've got... I've got no use of my legs whatsoever. It's because you've got no legs. Oh, well, yeah, I had no use of my <laughs> yeah, legs. Now we'll, I've got talk, no, we'll talk about we'll, that. We'll go into that. Um, but yeah, basically, mid, no sensation from when I had knees. It was just above the knee um, down. So, yeah. Okay, cool. And can't walk, can't wait bear. Have you have you ever been able to walk or is that something that has gotten worse or progressed? No, I've never been able to walk. I was I've, I, Some people with spina bifida are able to walk. And, you know, there's people that walk down the street that have it that you would never even mm-hmm. know it there's it varies quite a lot um but for me yeah i've never been able to wait bear never been able to walk i remember really really early on i used to have like this walking this frame thing and it was it was more of a standing frame because it literally just sat me up in like a standing position and i used crutches to sort of waddle Shuffle, yeah. waddle, 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 waddle. <laughs> Reminds me of that. Yeah. The duck my, song. My favourite song. Yeah. <laughs> All right, don't get me started because my brain's gone elsewhere now. Um, always thinking about the duck song. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> stop. <laughs> so, in in childhood, I'm guessing mm-hmm. things have changed a lot since you know the ancient times when yep. dinosaurs roamed and you were a kid mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. hey hang on a minute I'm, i was going on with that <laughs> i know right you didn't didn't react to that one at I'm all i'm just used to it. my my fletch calls my five my he's five he's six, six calls me old all the time it's dad you're old dad you're fat dad you're old dad you're fat <laughs> thanks buddy thanks, thanks for, for making me feel great thanks buddy. for the confidence you know you know that he says much nicer things to me right yeah i know i it's, get that. it's like hey tashi you're young yeah, I know. He, you hey, know Tashi, why? you look 20. But he's, he you. says that while I'm there because... He knows it winds you up. Because he's a shit stirrer like his old man. Yes, he, he follows very, very much after you. So anyway, tell me, yeah. in, in, in childhood, obviously yes. things have changed with regards to technology mm-hmm. and, and equipment and even accessibility mm-hmm. over the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. What was your childhood like with regards to getting around? You know, it's amazing. I it, There's... We've really come leaps and bounds and I know people whinge and bitch and moan about the way things are at the moment and with NDIS and, you know, inclusion and accessibility. But when I was, when my first transport was a piece of plywood with four caster wheels on it because That's back nuts. in the day, you they didn't make wheelchairs small enough for babies or, or for toddlers, toddlers in, yeah. with disabilities. So I literally had a piece of plywood with four castables and it was Crazy. Ju- it was like a skateboard it was freaking cool <laughs> don't get me wrong couldn't, couldn't reach anything though hey I, yeah i know and then i got my first chair when i was probably four or five or something like that when i started school um and that chair was a 
big, heavy steel thing. Um, and that chair still fitted me when I was 14 years old. I still had that chair as my backup. I mean, it was steel, so it was almost bulletproof. Yeah. But it still fitted me when I was 14 years old. That's so. nuts. So, I mean, mm. you, I'm, I'm, I mean, look at you. You haven't really grown much since you were three. I've but gotten shorter. <laughs> you have gotten shorter. Have. That is sure. That is true. But I guess, like nowadays, if 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 people have seen it, wheelchairs are. Oh, yeah, for kids, they're teeny tiny. They're, they're tiny, so yeah. small. Technology. Like, uh, it's it the you know the way that they're made for kids are just incredible. And and wheelchairs for people that are you know permanently using one that yep. that, that can't mobilize. They're they're custom built. They're custom designed specifically to fit the yes. user. So, mm. um, was was that the case when you were sort of fourteen? Did you would, did you get that it, kind it, of chair or was it? I, yeah, I've always, except for like that one, and that was supposed to be sort of a cuss. They've always been made to measure. Mm-hmm. I think as technology's gotten better and as the years have gotten better, years have gone on, the way we've been able to custom build a chair for a wheelchair user of person with disability um, has become a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been a lot more ways adapted to 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 be able to do that, to make bend metal smaller and you know yeah. lighter material and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, cool. So, when you went to school, yeah, did you did you attend a, a, a you know a, a normal school or did you go to special education? Uh, no, I I went to Coombabar State High School. Hello, everyone, <laughs> if you're watching, um, not far down the road here, and um, it was great. I had I had a great education, public school, and um, I had a great bunch of mates and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, I was I was the only for most of it anyway. I was the only kid in a wheelchair or wheelchair user um, in the whole school, and there was about twelve hundred in the school. Did so you did you ever get a hard time because of that? Were you ever bullied? Very very occasionally. Um, you know, for me, it was kind of water off a duck's back. It's yeah. never that's never been something that's overly concerned me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it was just you know the way my parents were and my upbringing, but. I just I always took that as people giving me a hard time because they just didn't understand. Didn't get it? Yeah. yeah. Or you know they were showing off to their mates and you know mm-hmm. that's what kids do at yeah. school. You know, so I never. But yeah, it, uh, when it, it happened, how did you deal with it? Human. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I remember one time a guy was like standing in in my way and um, he's he and uh, I was like, can I get past? And he's like, run over my toe because he didn't think I'd do it. So you did and it? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> Good job. He's like, and, well, um, well, you didn't need him, did you? <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. And he's like, he's like, I said to him, can you, can I get past please? And he's like, you can get past, just run over my toes. And uh, I'm like, man, I don't want, I don't want to do that. And it's going to hurt. And I don't want to do that. He's like, no, just, just do it. Just do it. I'm like, please just move. He's like, no, no, I just run it. I'm like, fine. Your Back funeral, <laughs> your, your funeral, buddy, or your toes, anyway. Oh, and how did he react to that? Um, he was not happy. <laughs> he was not happy. I was, um, yeah. I mean, I was. That was my. I was a little bit podgier, yeah, shall we say? Fair enough. And um, I mean, I was still a kid, so you know, I was, I was, <laughs> I was podgy, but I was little. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So no, he wasn't wasn't happy with that. So, do you think that the way, um you did it at school the way your school did it yep. was it was a good example of inclusive schooling Where, or are there changes that they could have made to make the experience even better look i think certain um aspects of it could have been done a lot better um 
particularly with more physical stuff, uh, you know, physical education, stuff mm-hmm. like that and mm-hmm. sports. Um, because there was, there was no, as much as I, I loved my schooling time and my teachers and everything were great, there wasn't a whole lot of thought put in back then into inclus- inclusion in sport. Yeah, so you you were kind of more sat on the sidelines. Yeah, I was kind of it was kind of like, you know, we'd go down on the oval to do sport and it was it was just widely understood that, you know, me getting around on the oval wasn't wasn't easy, an option. Wasn't so an option. Yeah. And so I was basically just left to go and do whatever I wanted. So, mm-hmm. um I'd just go up and and grab a basketball out of the um sports shed and go shoot hoops for for that whole period. Hey, you know, well, so that does sound like fun. I, you know, an hour and a half of sitting there shooting hoops, I, I wasn't complaining, <laughs> you know. Fair enough. So, okay, sports. How did you get into sports? Ah, well, um, very, very early on, I was introduced, uh, I started swimming um, and um, I, I swam um, through a few... I actually joined um, a local swim squad at, a squad at Labrador yeah. um, and swam with them. They were all able-bodied and I was swimming with them. Um, but I was swim, doing swim carnivals and whatnot through Gold Coast Recreation and Sport. Mm-hmm. That was the earliest, earliest days. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that, that was that was my introduction, I guess. And, you know, I came up through the ranks of swimming and started swimming competitively and yeah. um, did states and, you know, um, which was which was all awesome. Um, and then I got into, and I played a bit of, d- dabbled in a bit of basketball as well. Um, so with swimming, you're a national record holder in a few events, is that right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if they, they probably, I don't know if they'd still hold. But I know some of your wheelchair racing yeah. ones still do, but mm-hmm. I have no idea. With Come swimming. on people, break my record. <laughs> do it. Um, so, but then you moved into uh, basketball, did you say? Yeah. So I dabbled in a bit of basketball and just... You know, I, I enjoyed it. Um, and, um, but yeah, team sport just, you know, I, I was better on the individual stuff where, you know. Um, just yeah, get on with your own thing. Just get on with my own thing and do, you know. And, you know, I think the pressure, I, I always worry, I think the pressure of having, you know, other people rely on me to do things right and whatnot was it was sat on my shoulders, you know. A little bit too heavy for me. A little you. bit too heavy for me. But yeah. you were the team captain, weren't you? So I was a team captain for in San Jose for the National Junior Wheelchair Games. Um but that was for wheelchair racing, yeah. not not for basketball. I thought I thought I saw read somewhere on some website that you were the captain of whatever team it was that you were playing for on the coast at some point. Oh, oh yeah, probably mm. the local, the uh, local, um, yeah. local squad. Yeah. I know your story better Be- than you know you your friggin' do. own. <laughs> what are you interviewing me for? You probably. <laughs> so okay, so that is that what prompted your your move over to wheelchair racing? You were you just felt that team sport wasn't really your bag, and yeah, well, I, I was just looking. You know, I I had I had itchy feet. <laughs> boom boom yep. This is where we need the yeah. I, um and. I'd sort of a, a mate of mine, Jeff, had been racing, and um, we finished up a basketball one night, and he had his old he, a racing chair in the back of his car, and he's like, "Do you want to give this a go?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I want to give this a go." And how old were you then? Uh, probably twelve. Okay, cool. Maybe yeah, about twelve or yeah. so, eleven or twelve. So I jumped in it, and it was his old chair. He was getting a new one. This was his old one, and. Um, I fell in love. I, I did. I fell in love. I'm like, this is this is it for me. This is my thing. Yeah. Um. And so yeah. And so I, you felt like you took to it like a duck to water. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It was. You know. It was just. I. I just. 
all, that's all I had to focus on. You know, get to the start line, push a race. Um, you know, it was all on me. Yeah. And um, yeah, loved it. Awesome. Yeah. And what events did you specialize in? Well, my f- my first, I did a lot of road racing. So I did sort of 10K half marathon. At the time, I was a bit too young to do a full marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, or is that just an excuse? Because you're not tough enough. Oh, rude. <laughs> rude. Challenge accepted. Oh, okay. Oh, challenge accepted. Because you're wanting to get back into a wheelchair, uh, into a racing wheelchair, aren't you? If my body will let me, yes. Yes, yes your body will let you because we're going to, we're fundraising to get you a chair right I'm now. I'm old now, we? remember. Uh, you're not as old as me. Oh, no. Quack, quack. Okay. Quack, quack. Old duck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. So. So you got into wheelchair racing and you represented Australia? Yeah, so I was very, very lucky um, to I, – I, it was great, you know. It was, it was an individual sport, but, you know, back when I was racing, there was a really good camaraderie around it and, you know, race with the same guys, yeah. you know, around Australia. Um, I had mates in Victoria and Sydney and New South Wales and, you know, all over the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I, I got picked uh, for – for quite uh, for a few teams I, I represented state and um then australia at the time was sending wheelchair races over to the junior wheelchair national games in the u.s mm-hmm. um so i was lucky enough to go over on a few occasions for those awesome. um, one of which i, I captained the team which was which was my last one yeah um, in san jose so yeah so can you remember any of your records uh i, I think i at one point I probably I think I had the national record for the one, two, four and eight. Yeah. I don't and know. And I know you still hold the Queensland record for the eight, is it the eight hundred? Yeah. Really? Yes. I'd better get my ass back in a chair then, huh? I know, I? right. Yeah. Hey, nobody's beaten it yet. Sweet. I know, right. That, and that that's like twenty odd years ago. 20, yeah, nineteen ninety seven. So. Wow, okay. Yes. Right. <laughs> All you wheelchair races, junior wheelchair races out there, challenge on. Exactly right. Um Oh, my next question is just plain gone out Oof. of it. It's gone. Yep. It's gone. It was to do with sport. Uh, gone. Gone. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I so I, I I got to see a lot of Australia too. I was doing marathon. A lot of what I was doing was half marathon. Mm-hmm. So um, I got to travel um, a lot within Australia as well as a little bit internationally as well. Funnily enough, I ended up in the US mostly. I didn't really end up anywhere. There was competition going on in other parts of the world but for juniors it sort of it was when you went overseas it was sort of centered over in in the u.s yeah yeah. fair enough so tell me a little bit about your experience of kurt fernley so for those of you that don't know kurt fernley is our uh number one male racer paralympian he has um, he is an amazing guy he's currently the ndis chair yes and um he's just and you know a paralympic gold medalist amazing fella great guy tell tell me a little bit of your experience with him so kurt was getting into racing over the last few years of me coming out of racing so i was make yourself sound old there yeah yeah (laughs) that's because i am according to mr fletch um and so every year in sydney there is the osday 10k uh road race um, and that is a 10k road race around the rocks of uh, rocks area of Sydney. Um, on Australia Day, it's 
epic like the atmosphere back in the day the atmosphere was just electric there was people there because there was australia day stuff going on so people watching the race and for those of you that don't know australia day is january 26th so, yes. ne- so next week this, yes. this same race still happens on australia day in sydney mm-hmm. and we'll be having it again this year it will be so uh, get down and watch it it's yes, um it's, it's incredible it's really cool and 10k is a great you know when you do half marathon or marathons, as you would know, yeah. um, 10K is a great race. Oh, it is. You can kind of it's just push it and go nuts. Yes. You know? And it was a really good – back in the day, it was a really, really good course. It was fast. Um, and uh, we'd have 200 – you know, we'd have two, over 200 wheelchair races from all around the world. We'd have Americans, Canadians, um, Chinese, Thai, you know, you name it sort of thing so so yeah it was really cool but um i digress because yes, that's what I, that's what i do <laughs> um i i beat kurt once once hey you beat him that's all that matters i did by three one hundredths of a second three one hundredths of a second three, over t- over a 10k race Go we you. sprinted after 10ks we sprinted if you're watching kurt i wonder if you remember this but we sprinted to the finish line and we, we both looked at each other at the end of it and gone, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, I got him by three one hundred hey, second. Good job. So that's my claim to fame. Hey, good job. You yep. you beat him in the lots. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. A win's yep. a win. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't stand a chance now, but... Uh. Hey, you never know. Eventually, you might get there again. <laughs> <laughs> get you back in your racing chair. So you, you've you've gone from racing, and you're now my coach. You, you, you're, yes. a, you're a coach. Yes. Tell me a little bit about what it's like to coach me. <laughs> you're a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> I know I am, and I do it so well. <laughs> uh, no, you're 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 dedicated and 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 stubborn. Yes, and and that's what a good athlete is over analytical and, and <laughs> ridiculously over analytical to the point where sometimes i've just got to go even as your coach i've got to just just relax just relax relax <laughs> but um no you you we have we have a great time we have good sessions and um you know i can if you're pushing shit or you're not doing something right i can tell you yeah, you you'll can. yell at me generally and tell me that i'm wrong but yeah um, I, you know, I tell you to fuck off all the time yeah, all, all the time all mm-hmm. the time i, I mean a coffee subway sandwich as per Ex- the button. Exactly, as per the button. As <laughs> we should do that from now on. As per the button. <laughs> as per the button. Um, yeah, but um, no, we. I, I think you know some people that were on the track at the same time with us has probably been privy to some. Um, interesting conversations, <laughs> and, conversations and some heated conversations. But <laughs> no, I always listen to you in the end. Yeah, it generally takes you about six months. Oh God, I'm not that bad, am I? Nah. Kind of like how long? Hey, you must be doing something right. I'm not doing horrendously. You, no, you're not. You're doing. You're pushing very, very well. I'm very proud. Oh, thanks. No. My head just got a little bit bigger. <laughs> oh, wrong one. Oh, dude. Don't so, make me pull out a hurdle. Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Back to being an asshole again. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, so uh, you know, other than other than sports stuff and and all your other bits and pieces and the inclusion, and all my other bits and pieces. <laughs> wow, the diversity and inclusion training. Oh we, yeah, okay. We do. That's what um, you meant. Yes, that's what I meant. We <laughs> do do motivational speaking. How did yeah. you get into that? I very early on, even you know, I reckon it was as young as fourteen started getting asked to do some some talks for um, Rotary and some some camp, youth camps that they run. Because you used uh, to do a lot of stuff with them, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I was I was really heavily involved with um, the youth camps that they run, yeah. and um, yeah, it was 
yeah, it's been really, really good. So I sort of kicked off with that. And then Rotary, different Rotary clubs had asked me to go and speak and um, it kind of all just started from there. And, mm-hmm. you know, I can talk under wet concrete, so... Yes, what, is it, you what is it you say about me? It talked the hind legs off a donkey. Yeah, that one. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah you don't bloody shut up. Hey. I mean, it's a it's a skill. That's why we have a podcast. It's a skill. That's for sure. <laughs> you could do with refining that skill, maybe a little bit. No, I'm, jo- I'm joking. Oh, rude. Joking. I'm very rude. There's <laughs> part of me. So, all this stuff, all these this really cool shit that you do. Where yeah. where does your passion come from for all that? Uh, look, I'm I'm just a. I'm a massive believer in living life to the fullest and taking and grabbing every opportunity by the balls and squeezing. Yeah. Like that, that's just what it's all about to me. You're here for a good time, not a long time. hundred percent. Um, and uh, uh, what, what, what led to that though? Oh, uh, look at this. Uh, you know, I was, I was very lucky to be brought up in a family where I was encouraged to try everything. I wasn't mollycoddled and, but, um, you know, back in 2018, um, I had issues with my kidneys. My kidneys, I ended up in renal failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, for those of you who have listened before, you, you've probably heard this story, but you know what, I'll tell it again. Uh, yeah, I don't think we've told, we? told him. Mm. Not. Um. So 2018, I'd, I'd been sick for on and off for about seven or eight months. Mm-hmm. And I kept going to my doctor. I'm like, something's not right, something's not right. And he's mm-hmm. like, it's just a virus. It'll go, it'll go. Um, you know, I had this awful cough and... Just a whole bunch of weird health things going on. You know, it yeah. was just the, it was almost, you'd say the perfect storm, you know. And um, I went to him one day, I'm like, look, something's really not right. We just need to, you know, this has been going on for seven or eight months. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, need to. So anyway, I did some more tests. found out my kidney function was in the toilet. Yeah. It's yeah. not a good place for it to it, be. It's really not. No. It's really not. I was apparently, according to my doctor, I was running on about 10% kidney function. Holy shit. Yeah. So I was pretty close. Um the I think second or third day he uh, came in. I was in hospital. He came in and he said to me, um, "I'm putting you on the same drug Lance Armstrong used to cheat with." Whoopee! <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh, party!" I, I looked at him and I'm like, "My man." <laughs> uh, and then in the next breath, he said to me, "You're a lucky bastard." He said, "Another two or three days at home," and he said, "You were just going to go to sleep and not wake up." Yeah. Um, incredibly scary. Yeah, oh, I um, bet. Hearing I bet. that, and you know. Um, and at the time, my son Fletch was um, yeah less than a year old. Yeah. Um, so you know, I had a whole bunch of holy shit, what ifs. Yeah. Going that, that that holy shit moment. That was my holy shit. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was my holy shit moment. It was it was crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. So that's led to you kind of seeing life in a in a different yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's 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 like you know what? As I said before, life's for living and. Um, you know, just you've got to make the. You don't know when your time's up, so you know mm-hmm. you've got to make the most of every opportunity and well, yeah, and and just you know be a good person and have fun and you know and try and look after yourself where possible. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. And so. and I think you know it, it it's true that adversity often leads to clarity. It, it, it leads to you being able to see actually what your future can be and, and what you're capable of if, yep. you, if you're willing to push through and just say, do you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to use this as my driving force and, and you know, well, find a new new level of determination for the things you want in life. Yeah. I, I came out of that experience really focused on never allowing myself to put myself, put my body and myself, and and put Fletcher mm. in that position ever again. Yeah. That w- that what just 
that wasn't ever going to happen again as far as I was concerned. So did that then lead to your recent decision to, like, was that your catalyst for your recent decision with your legs? Yeah, so I had my legs cut off. You did. You decided <laughs> to get legless, you bloody drunk. I know, I know. <laughs> so, so basically what happened with that was, um, uh, was September, I'd, I'd, over the last probably 15 to 20 years, anybody with, um, you know, paraplegia or spina bifida particularly will know circulation, pressure wounds, things like that are, are a bit of an issue. And mm-hmm. the last 15 to 20 years, I've had pretty significant issues with my feet and circulation and pressure. You and had, had uh, issues had, with I your feet. Had, you have no had, more feet. I, have, I don't anymore. <laughs> so I ended up back in uh, September, I ended up back in hospital um, with a, bad cellulitis in my foot, mm-hmm. uh, cellulitis infection in my foot. Um, and the doctor came in and he's like, um, well, you know the drill. He said, you've been here, you've done this before. Um, you're, you'll be in here for probably a week on antibiotics um, and then there's wound care when you get out of here. And um, like I said before, you know, I've, I've, I'm all about, you know, making sure whatever happens, I'm in, I'm keeping my health in the best possible yeah. way and yeah. whatnot. And I said to the doctor, I just said, fuck it, get rid of them. I'm sick of this. I said, you know, I've, I've spent 15 or 20 years in and out of hospital because of, you know, my legs, which I don't use. Oh, they're useless pieces of shit anyway. Oh, no, they didn't <laughs> even look that good. They didn't. And um, I'm like, you know what, get rid of them. I'm, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of the issues. I'm, I'm sick of being here when I could be at home hanging out with my family or, you know, doing cool stuff, doing podcasts, you exactly know. Exactly right. Um, so, yeah. And, and bossing me around. I don't, you boss me around. Don't start that <laughs> shit. And, um, yeah, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm done with this. It, it's time to move on. And, you know, of course, you know, what ran through, I, I made that call and I was like, you know, what if I'm – setting myself I'm getting rid of one set of problems to to create more yeah um but at the same time I was like well you know what it can't be anything can't, can't be any worse can't than, be any worse yeah. than what it is now yeah, like 100%. you know sure I wasn't dying but you know how much of that can the human body stand continually mm-hmm. over a period of time yeah. and and it's been very very apparent since you've had the surgery just yeah. how much it was affecting you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. everyone's like oh you just look so well and well, you, you yeah. feel like you've had a new lease on life, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Extreme weight loss. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, we've often said this, uh, the mm-hmm. gym we go to, it's a shame they weren't doing a 12-week challenge at the time. I would you have know, won that You shit. would have won. Yes. You would have come away with the car as a prize because, yes. you know, there's like whatever it was, 10 kilo weight loss so in one day. Who else can achieve that? Exactly. Uh-huh. exactly. So if there's any... Well, it's probably it's too late now. You're not going to start late. losing your frigging arms, are you? To no, no. I could go a bit shorter on the legs, maybe. Nah, no. That might look a bit weird. We'll still we'll rename you Bob. I'll just be a torso. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, JC. Hey, hey, you'd be you'd be re- really be able to freak my mum out then. <laughs> oh, my! Since having my legs amputated, I would say, aside from making jokes about it. My favourite thing in the world... Are you dying on me? No, I'm okay. Good. I think. Okay. I think yeah. My favourite thing in the world, and and 
I think it's safe to say my purpose in life yes. is to freak your mother out. <laughs> so we've we've filmed this video of you slow-mo it was crawling like, um, towards me like the What's that movie? The chick out of the ring. The ring, yeah, she's yeah, she comes out the TV, TV and yeah, and that's exactly what you look like. And put it to some slow-mo music and sent it to my mother because, well, it was fucking funny. It was it was fucking epic as and what she, it was. And she shit herself. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mum. <laughs> we do like freaking you out. It's good fun. Hey, Linda. <laughs> yeah, so much fun. Yeah, so I guess doing that, having your legs chopped off, yep. getting rid of them, yep. saying bye-bye, it's the bye-bye. perfect example of doing what's right for you for the yeah. right reasons in order to um, protect yourself and protect your family and protect your future. And, and, and I think I think a lot of people find decisions like that really, really tough to make. Yeah. Um, and, and they get too um dissuaded by shit outside of what they know is the right thing to do in their hearts or pressure from other things so um do you feel like making that choice was the right choice for you fuck yeah well it's too fucking late if it wasn't but but, but, you know people have regrets oh look i have none i i've not i've not missed my legs i mean they for the longest part of my life, they're a bloody nuisance. And it's funny, you know, you ask my parents, I actually joked around like in a semi-serious way when I was a kid about, oh, you know, they're no good to me anyways, I'll just get them hacked off. Mm. Little did I know that at 40 years old, I'd actually be having happen. that happen. But um, honestly, it's it's been the single single greatest decision I've been able to make for my own health. Yeah. I mean, back in the day when I was a kid, my parents made some amazing decisions on my behalf and, mm-hmm. and you know, they've re- that's really shaped me into the person I am today. But ongoing and, you know, and ever people come up to me and go, fuck, that's a big call, you know, haven't you? I'm like, well, yeah, but, you know, what's the alternative? Exactly. And yeah? and it, it's, it's different. I, I think mm. if you were able-bodied and you were going to, yep. and you had sensation and all that, those kind of things and you, there were, the considerations were so much more, it would have been a, a, a harder decision to make. But yeah. this, and, but considering the issues you've been through your whole yep. life with, you know, and, and what that could possibly mean for your future, yep. it was the right choice for you. hundred percent. And, you know, I, I have <laughs> you know, my, my inbox, email inbox and um, messenger, I get a lot of messages like, oh, I'm having these issues and that. And, you know, I'm never going to say to somebody, you need to get this done because mm. it is, it personal. is, it's a really, really, yeah. really personal thing. I know what it's done for me. And, you know, if somebody's in a similar situation and a similar headspace to what I was in, absolutely, mm-hmm. I think it's a good call. But, you know, I'm never going to turn around and say that it's it's right for everyone because it's just not. No, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Hey, cool. I, I, I think that's all my questions. Yeah. I can't believe we actually got through that. Ow, dude. You've got a hard hand. <laughs> yes, I... Ow. Ouch. I'm sorry. (laughs) My God. (laughs) How did that go? That was my first ever interview on my own. Did that that go okay? You did bloody well. You did (laughs) well. Well, we'll wait for the feedback from the audience to actually let us know if that's true or not because I could have just done the most shit job ever. If if Tash did great, drop a comment, let us know. If she did shit, DM me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because then he'll use that as fodder against me at some point. No, I won't. <laughs> Talking about um, people pulling other people up on things, should we move on to the soapbox session? Yeah, let's do that. Oh, can we? Can okay, we? If, which button you're going to have to decide? 
like two cripples using a beach towel to skydive. This could go anywhere. Welcome to the Soapbox Session. You just pointed at me like it was a, like that was, you were counting me in like we're on TV. It's like three, no, oh. two, one, you're up. <laughs> just, just letting you know you can do the intro because, oh, cool. well, I've just done the questions. So your turn. Oh, okay. You can do some work and no, I'm joking. <laughs> Soapbox Sessions. Yes. So today, so for, for anybody, any Aussies that um, uh, are watching, listening, um, you'll you might have seen in the news. Uh, is it Dominic Perrottet? Is yeah, his the, name? the New South Wales. Um, yeah. Premier. He's been dragged through the through the, over the coals through the coals over the coals. I think through the coals would hurt like a bastard to be honest, <laughs> as would over the coals. But he's been hauled. Over the the coals, shit, I can't <laughs> speak. your words, eh? <laughs> For something he did 21 years ago. Yes. Okay, yeah, what he did, I think he, he wore a Nazi. He, he wore a Nazi. So he did a Prince Harry. He did a Prince Harry. He did a Prince Harry, yeah. And he did a Prince Harry. What, and so I thought we'd have a discussion about this. I'm like, and it seems to be, I don't know, and they do it in other countries too, but I just, I notice it a lot here. Why do we feel the need to drag somebody over the coals and and chastise them for something that they did that long ago like yeah i like in in some cases it's probably warranted oh 100% but if, yeah. if like something like that wearing a nazi costume 20 years ago it wasn't a thing like yeah. 20 years ago people did things like that left right and center wouldn't have even thought twice about it and i'm sure half the bloody population wouldn't think twice about it now to be honest because <laughs> Think about anyway. it, it was probably close to 20 years ago that Harry did it. Yeah, exactly. And it it was just people having fun going to a party. And mm. you can't be pulled up on things that you have done as, well, he would have been a 20-year-old kid. Yeah. Essentially a child making, mm. making you know, just turned an adult, making decisions like that about <laughs> having a little bit of fun. It's it's. Fucking ridiculous. Who, I'm sorry. Who hasn't made a dumb decision? There, there well, who hasn't made a dumb decision as a you know fully fledged adult, let alone as a you know twenty something that was going out to a party? Just yeah. We I, can't I just, keep pulling people up on things that are just it, old news and 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 wasn't even a thing back at the time that it was happening. It's like trying to rewrite history. You can't do that it's i think they're just going they're going through are they i think they're going through elections at the moment or being re-elected or yeah, something like that yeah so you know clearly there's an element of people out there that are looking for dirt on him mm-hmm. and you know searching trolling through his entire life and um, we'd like to point out here that this isn't a political thing we'd be no. saying this like th- we've got no affiliation to side with this stuff it's not even our state we don't even live in that state no but, but it just it's just stupid pulling up for people th- p- pulling people up for things that they did when they were much younger, much more innocent, and times were different. Yeah, and and it's it's, it's very very similar to um the, you know the Facebook bans and stuff we mm. keep facing for saying things that aren't even a thing in our country yeah. yet being being chastised for them and 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 getting banned or or whatever else. It's just things have to be taken in the historical context yeah. and in the mm. and, and in the context at which they're meant and that that should be the case in anything in life it seems mm. so stupid that it would be brought up now yep. 20 years later yeah i just I, I don't see the point i mean what are they hoping to achieve yeah i mean even whoever's decided that this should be aired out in public and whatever i'm like 
if we look through your history, yeah, exactly, we would find I'm you've sure done some find, dumb yeah. shit in your life. Yeah, trust and me. I'm sure plenty of people have done much worse than that. But I mean, and <sighs> and I wonder if Dominic Perrottet back at 21 was like, hmm. I'm going to be the Premier of New South Wales. I better not do this. Yeah, but why would he even th- have thought not to do it? Because back then, it, wasn't a it, thing. it was an okay thing to do. It mm. wasn't It wasn't seen as problematic, politically incorrect or any other or, or offensive. It was no. just part of what people did. Exactly. exactly. What pe- and, oh, yeah, just... And can't people grow as individuals? No. When yeah, you, oh, as no. You, we can't allow people to grow no, up and can't. actually, you know... Wow. I, got, I mean, if I think uh, of the person I was when I was in my early 20s, I, mean, I was an absolute bitch. I probably still no. am. But do you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't like to be um, blamed for the things that I did in my, yeah. in my teens and 20s because I was, you know, I, I had a lot of issues going on in my life back then. And I have changed a hell of a lot as a person. But should I be held to account now for the things I did then, even though that I've apologised for them mm. and made changes in my life to be, you know, a better person than the person I am now. Well, exactly. You know, people are allowed to grow and, you know, become more mature. I mean, except for in my case. You yeah, know, yeah, that, I know. You've kind of gone that, backwards, that, I think. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> it's the loss of the legs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. My, my maturity, what maturity I had was in my legs. It was in your feet. It was in my feet, yeah. yeah <laughs> now gone. it's gone. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, seriously, I mean, what what point aren't people allowed to grow and, you know, I just, yeah, I just think we need to lighten up on people and understand that, you know, every does, everybody does dumb shit. And who are, who are you or who are, who is, whoever this person is that came out with this shit to pull somebody up on something like that? Who are we to judge? It's just, it's just ridiculous. Everything, everything just seems to be going way too far at the moment yeah just it's oh, there, there has to be protections keyboard and there have cowboys to, there, there have to be protections and there have mm. to be um you know ways of of people growing and developing and, and understanding things they've done in their past are wrong but then you take responsibility from that and move on it's not something that should be making you uh, you know throwing guilt and shame around yep. all, after all this time unless you know you've done something really terrible like murdering someone but oh, then 100%. that also is what prison is for and and where you're supposed to be reformed and all that kind of yeah, stuff exactly. so yeah I mean, he wore a you know if we're talking about perite you know he wore a something that was inappropriate yeah and and, and that was the worst of yeah. his crimes he shouldn't be exactly yeah anyway yeah okay anyway we're what are we up to now? Talking about people being morons. Not a moron. No. Oh. Uh, do you know where the button is? Because oh, yeah. <sighs> gone off on a world of your own. <laughs> it's the moron of the day. <laughs> Are you sure we're not talking about you today? We could do. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to talk about... um, Leaving uh, us the fuck alone. Yeah, I know. Please do. (laughs) So I'm going to start this off with a little story. We're Uh, pushing up past Australia. I like the story. We're pushing up past... Shut up. up. (laughs) Sorry. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. We're pushing up past Australia Fair uh, not that long ago. There's um, Australia Fair is a big shopping centre yeah. here on the Gold Coast, al- along the coast there. There's a little bit of a hill, and outside the front there's all this uneven paving and, and, and stuff, and it, 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 it's, it's a bit of a pain in the ass for us as wheelchair You're users. For for us as wheelchair users, I'm really struggling to talk with you doing that all the time. Sorry. <laughs> You're all right there. Yes. <laughs> Your ADHD getting a little bit too much. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so we're, we're going up past Australia Fair and the, there's a woman and a man outside there that have probably had just a little bit too much to drink. They've just, just a tiny bit too much. And they've said said to us, can we help you? And we're like, no, no, we're okay. We'll be right. Now, both you and I know that when people help us push us in our chairs, yes. it generally doesn't help. It doesn't end up well. Generally makes things worse. Makes things a lot worse because they don't have an understanding of how the small caster wheels on the front of your chairs have a tendency to get caught on yep. things. And if you can't see where they are and exactly what's in front of you, which people pushing you generally can't, there's quite an opportunity for you to be... Turfed. Turfed out of your chair. Yes, And exactly. this woman would not take no for an answer and got incredibly offended when we said no we'll be right thanks Mm -hmm. yeah and and then turned around and proceeded (coughs) to try and offer us help anyway and what happened you got turfed out turfed out my chair which sadly i didn't have my camera no i know you you were you were thinking well looking to get your camera out to get it it on video but you were (laughs) a little bit too late but fuck me dad just Okay, if someone says no, they don't need your help. They they're saying it for a reason. They're not, you know, they're not being assholes, and, and they just don't don't require help. There's, um, we are allowed to say no if we don't need help. Um, it's, it's not that not, it's, not, it's that not that we don't appreciate it's, the, the it's offer. Not. It, absolutely, it's, it's 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 very kind and thank you very much. And but always and and never be afraid to ask. I exactly, mean, that, and because there are situations when when help is needed. However, mm-hmm. if somebody says no to you. They're, they're saying it for a reason. Whatever yeah. their reasons are, that they they are saying no. Please don't feel that it's okay to then eat, go anywhere near their wheelchair. Go. That's like going up to an able-bodied person, literally picking them up and moving them out of the way, <laughs> <laughs> which which would be freaking hilarious. Go ahead, do that. It'd make me laugh. But it's it's just it's not okay. You're it, you're invading their personal space, and there is a reason why they've said no. If a person says n- no, means no. <laughs> no means no. No means no. <laughs> consent, guys. Consent. <laughs> consent is everything. We seriously though. I mean, absolutely appreciate offers of help and absolutely. all that. And, and in in some cases, it's absolutely you know it, it's great and you know we need we it. We do, yeah. Um, but if if we say no, there's there's a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Tashi doesn't want to get turfed out of her I chair. Don't. So. I, I don't. Well, I, I get injured enough by my own hands, let alone by actually somebody else assisting me in doing yes. that. Yes. <laughs> you know, broken collarbones and head injuries and God knows what else. I really don't need no don't need no assistance. Don't need any assistance. Good English there. I know. Good English from the English woman. Yes. Wow. Uh, that was terrible English, but it there was. you go. I, I, Your I parents do. will be proud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure my sister will get on here and give me a hard time oh my it. god yes i think she's given you a hard time a few times hasn't she, she between yeah, everyone everyone gives me a hard time oh poor you see this 
tiny violin. Tiniest, smallest violin in the world playing oh, just for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Yes, I know. Anyway, um, but yeah, just I, it, it just shocks me the number of people that still try to force help on you. Yep. And because you possibly can't make a decision for yourself. No, you couldn't possibly. No, 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 no. no. But uh, like, like I said, like we both said, it's fine to offer help and and thank you. It's always appreciated, always. Yep. But if if somebody says no to you, whether they're able bodied or or disabled, it doesn't really matter. It, regardless, they're saying no because they don't need help. So exactly. please don't force it on them because you can actually make things really really difficult and um like it's like when you're trying to put um your wheelchair in the car and Mm. people like oh let's help let's help and then they take over and try to do it and And then they just grab it and like no because the problem is you then have to get your chair back out of the car or my chair back out of the car again and it's often putting it in a way that you you're actually unable to do it makes it hard makes does make it harder absolutely yeah Yeah. yeah. so you know there's a way like for you you know two wheelchair users i'm putting both chairs in the car um you know it's it's a it's tetris it is you know so it is and and you need to be able to you you put the chair in in a specific way so that you can reach certain parts of it to be able to lift it out the car we're, we're at a much lower height than um our able-bodied counterparts so our center of Speak gravity yourself, is I'm tall. <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> our center of gravity is um at a somewhat different place so yes. it, and our reach is different because of the wheelchair being in the way and legs in my case stumps in yours <laughs> getting Stump in the way it. so um yeah w- where the way we do things have to has to be done in that yep, specific absolutely. way because otherwise we're unable to do it but anyway that's our moron of the day guys and specifically this woman don't fucking do it again i didn't want to end up on my knees on the floor that sounds terrible <laughs> not in that way for fear of getting myself into trouble i'm keeping my mouth shut i didn't want to end up i don't know how be to, careful i don't know how to, be careful i don't know how to rephrase maybe this. we just need to no, move on let's move on let's move on let's go let's go to something a little bit happier and a bit more um a less uh controversial yeah. shall we shall we where's the kindness virus the kindness virus oh it's all freaking sunshine and rainbows and my God, the kindness virus. The kindness virus. I think I do it pretty well. You do. <laughs> so today in our um, the kindness virus segment, we're going to talk about um, a really special event that we have got on tonight. So excited. I know. It's right? going to be cool. All right. So um, we've been asked to be keynote speakers at um, the Secret Sisters in Business, uh, Sisters in Supportive Misters event. So Sisters in Supportive Misters. Yes. So male, cool. male and female. Yes. And this is a charity event being held here on the Gold Coast mm-hmm. um, every, every month, I believe. No, it must be every week or every couple of weeks. Anyway, it's 20 odd, mm-hmm. um, 20 odd events over the past year or two where they have um, had speakers present and it's a charitable fundraiser. And each speaker nominates a charity of choice mm-hmm. to donate their, their fees and the, and the money raised on the night yep. um, <clears throat> to their charity of choice. Tonight, we are the keynote speakers at yes. their, their first event in a, in a couple of years and they're very, very excited about it. And I just thought we should talk about this because... The epic 
kindness of a the people that are organizing it yes marley and hello um, marley and her team the people that are volunteering their time to help run the event which would be annette and yep. mel um and and obviously us donating our time as well mm-hmm. but I just think it's wonderful that there are so many people coming, over 100 people going to be there tonight, coming together in order to help money, raise money for some incredible charities, some incredible organisations. Really cool. We've um, We've nominated ourselves tonight, Hummingbird House, which yes. is... Um, a respite care facility here f- on the Gold Coast for children. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done this because um, a young friend of ours, 14-year-old, um, passed away last year mm-hmm. and they did a wonderful job You're looking right? after her. Yes, yeah. yes, I'm okay, I'm okay. Um, and it's just, it's wonderful to see all the people out there that are giving and yeah. helping us to make a difference in the lives of those children that have yeah. to... Um, Enjoy that shit. <laughs> yeah, and if and if you look back, I mean, it's it's knowing that now that Ken's has passed, it's um, you know, it's um, now that she's passed, it's you know, hard to look back and and see a lot. But if you look at the the good stuff that happened while she was there, and the you know the fun times and and whatnot that she had, and you know the experiences and stuff, um, they do an incredible job, uh, and they are incredible. And um, I know I know that. I feel absolutely blessed and honoured to be able to be involved in an event like this yep. where we can try and help support an organisation like that yeah. and, and also help all the other incredible organisations that are being supported there yep, tonight. I know that we have a friend, Denna, who runs um, Global Glamping Charities, which is... Um, Hi, Denna. She's, she's also being supported there tonight. Yep. Um, she Her organisation is helping to solve global homelessness, and mm. so that's, you know, a, a huge, huge thing. That's a massive thing. And, yeah. um, look, Australians are some of the kindest people I've mm-hmm. ever met most generous people I've ever met when it's come when it comes to fundraising and charity and wanting to help their fellow humans I've yep. never met a a, a nation like mm. it um, ever since the day I've arrived mm. I've had people generously go out of their way to help me um, in, in times when I really really needed help and support and it's just it's just incredible to be around that kind of ethos and um, you know genuinely people that genuinely want to try want and to make, be there it, and want to, want and want to make, make a difference. difference. Yeah. yeah 100%. Um, the, the number of fundraising events that have gone on during COVID just blows my mind. Yeah. That people are still, despite all the challenges they've had over the mm. past few years, still want to hand their money out and help others. It's, um, mm. it's mind blowing. It's the thing. I, it's, it's one of my, my proudest things about being an Aussie, you know, um, over the years, you know, Australia, we really are the land of natural disasters, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've had, we have fires, floods, you know, cyclones, whatever else. Um, and Aussies are just like, fuck it, let's put on a concert. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, have a few beers, put on a concert and raise Why some not? money. <laughs> raise some, raise, raise some money. Raise, uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> we can raise some, raise money, some money too might be easier. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. Um, the, the sense of community in this country and um, certainly here on the Gold Coast, I, I know I've, I've experienced myself nothing but overwhelming yeah. generosity. Um, it, it just... It's just incredible, and I'm so looking forward to being part of this event tonight. It's going to be epic. I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll tell you all about it on the next we show. Will. But um, 
yeah, we just, I guess we want to say thank you to everyone that's that's attending, that's yes. bought tickets to be part of this. Yes. Thank you to everybody that's supporting us personally. Yes. And thank you to everyone that wants to support our charity of choice because, um, you know, like Hummingbird House is just... They're just amazing. ...so deserving yeah. of every bit of help they can get so and so that they can continue to make mm. a difference in the lives of children that haven't had it easy. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I reckon that's our show for the day. Are we, have we got all of We haven't missed we've, I don't think we've... I think we've got through it all. No. Oh. There was one more... Social media. Social media takedown. Social media. Have we ta- done that one? Mm. No. We might no. we might want to edit just that little bit <laughs> where we've yeah. lost that bit. All yeah. right. Okay. Social media takedown. Social media takedown. He he will find the button eventually. <laughs> <laughs> it's my incredibly poor eyesight. Which yeah. is really bad because uh, you're blind anyway. Maybe you just want to perhaps next time get a little bit closer to me. I promise I won't bite and you might be able to reach and see the keys then. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> scared what I'll do to you. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, so social media takedown. So I have to, I, I probably have to, to update <laughs> our viewers and <laughs> listeners on something else that happened to me during the week. Yes. I was given a 24-hour stint in the Facebook lockup. So this time it wasn't just restrictions. This time it was a full-on ban, wasn't it? It was, fuck you. We don't want you here for 24 hours. You're not doing shit. You can't like anything. You can't comment. Um, I could view people's stuff, so that was still cool. But, um, you know, people, because I wasn't liking anything, people thought that I was ignoring them. No. And and I like to stir that, so I was telling yep. them you were. <laughs> oh, you suck. <laughs> um, so, so what it was, I better... T- yeah, you should probably tell them why. Yes. Yeah. So, for those of you that don't know, and most of you, uh, if you're regular listeners and, and know us, you'll know that young Natasha here is type 1 diabetic. I and um, on the very odd occasion needs what is called a glucagon pen, um, when her sugars dip a little bit too low and she needs saving. Yes. So I n- when I need to be kept alive. When you need to be kept y- alive. Generally, don't give me the injection if you want me to die. No. Which no. thankfully hasn't happened yet because funnily enough, I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> <Oddly enough. laughs> anyway, I was having I was having quite a, a nice conversation online uh, with your sister. Yes. Um, and we were chatting about um, EpiPens and all that because sort of stuff. Because she's anaphylactic. She's anaphylactic, yes. exactly. And um, I made the comment that... Um, uh, I'd, I'd said that um, I haven't had to stab you, and I said I haven't had to stab you with a glucagon pen. Um, and um, the powers that be, uh, as of yet, and but hopefully I was I was kind of like che- tongue in cheek. Hopefully, yes, yes, yes. Hopefully one day it'll happen. Um, <laughs> and uh, the powers that be of Facebook did not like that. She messages me and goes, "Your comments just been hidden, and I had to unhide it." Um, I'm like, okay. And then the next thing you know, I get this notification. You have been banned for, (laughs) you're on restrictions for 24 hours. (sighs) (laughs) Both sides. I don't know how long I've been on, I've I've never had any issues and in a couple of weeks I've. You've had three, three sets. One, one for the photograph of Fletcher. Yep. Two for. I kind of deserve that one. Yeah, you did. Two for the uh, use of the word crip. That was 
on my account. Yeah, so so that you was, got me restricted. No, nah, it's your fault. How is that my fault? Because it's your account. <laughs> that was that was your fault. You wrote it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Don't go blaming me for your problems. Semantics, eh? Hey? Semantics, exactly. <laughs> um, and then, of course, this one for the use of the word stab. So, okay. At the same time, in the same vein. Yes. Neither of us have had because I've also is our podcast going to get better now because yeah, I've used no. the word stab. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but the the question is right. Yep. That's all happened, mm-hmm. but we are both still okay with our Instagram accounts. Now, Instagram yeah. is run by Facebook. Meta Meta runs both Instagram and Facebook. Yes. So, why is it okay on one platform but not the other? Absolutely no consistency. No, and that and that's what drives me crazy. Like, and and in a way, I'm kind of I'm kind of glad. Because oh, I'm glad because it's it's actually if if we lost Facebook and Instagram, yeah, it, it would be hard. Because the problem is really this is average. actually affecting our business, and, yes. and and that's the worst thing about it. I think is because things have been taken out of context. Like we said earlier, context yes. is everything, mm-hmm. and. Words have multiple meanings within the English language and, yep. and it doesn't have to, a word like stab doesn't actually have to be used in a violent way, can be used as a descriptive word for, yes. for other things. You know, we have, have the English language where words have lots of meanings. Um, he, when things are taken out of context, yes. um, that's actually affecting people's livelihoods, their, their businesses, their, mm. their, their opportunity to interact with friends and family, which may be their only mental health outlet. There is a million reasons why this kind of social media policing is a bit of a problem. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, absolutely. I'm getting on my bandwagon. No, about it's it, okay. I? I, I just, I'm, I'm sorry. I digress for a second because I just looked at the run sheet on your iPad over there and instead of platform, the word platforms, I've managed to put flatworms. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the problem with the flatworms then? The social media flatworms. They're too wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Sorry, that just... Caught your attention. Caught, caught my attention and appealed to me. Funny thing is I didn't even notice that and it's in giant writing. So anyway. <laughs> That's why you're the um, editor-in-chief. Yes. And I just write shit and then send it to you. Send to it to me to edit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah, so, but, yeah. but why? Why is there no consistency? If it's a problem on one platform, why isn't it a problem on the other? Like our, our you know, and I, on Instagram, I use the term Crips all yeah, the time. Exactly. Well, that original post, the Crips one that you did, yep. was it, it got linked between our business account yes. and my account. It was written by you because it was on the business account yep. and then it went to my personal account. Yep. So if it's allowed on Instagram, the yep. same post, the exact same post, why the fuck isn't it allowed on Facebook? Mm-hmm. Like if Facebook are saying their standards are that you're instigating gang um, gang culture, yes. then why wouldn't that still be the case on on Facebook, um, on Instagram? It's, it's just double standards. I know. Yeah, gang on. Can you can you just picture it? A whole bunch of wheelchair users. And, <laughs> the Crips. Yeah, and, and, and a couple of, couple of them on, you know, those mobility scooters, like just going... <laughs> yeah, doing gang signs. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> so West Side, but wheelchair. It wouldn't be West Side, it'd be wheelchair. Wheelchair. <laughs> but I mean, or walking seriously. stick. Oh Jesus Christ! W S. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. No. Anyway. Or, or C for crutches. <laughs> oh, it's just terrible. P for peg leg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you going to keep coming with these? Oh, or? look, I just keep thinking, I'll oh, shut up now, though. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Okay, <sighs> like now I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. I'm sorry, but yeah, no, there needs to be more consistency. I mean, um, yeah, it's um, 
Yeah. I mean, not that we want to be banned from Instagram as well, but the, mm. just the no. fact of the matter is, is double standards. Mm. And um, it, it like you don't know where you stand with anything. You're too afraid to make use any words just in case the words that you use are taken incorrectly and in the wrong way and and it's it's not as if they make it easy to um make a complaint to them or to fight back and say look this is wrong your your ai your automated response to this is incorrect and and that's the problem it's not humans that are making this decision automated insolence Yes, exactly right. right. Yeah. It, it's their automated insolence making the decisions, yes. <laughs> and 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 that's a problem. It's a problem when you're you're trying to deal with things that could actually have serious ramifications. And the funny thing is, like our like on on Instagram, we are we actually have Crips as yeah, as the, our as our uh, handle as yeah. the handle. Yeah, so two Crips, um, yeah. one pair of legs. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Blows my mind. Blows yeah. my. And you can use you can use it all in hashtags and whatever. You just can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just can't use the. No. The word Meta. singular. Get your shit together. Yeah. And, and or don't. Or don't. Whatever. We're, we're having a whinge. It's okay. Yeah. But well, then, yeah. no, it's not okay. No, it's not. Fucking moron. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's just, there needs to be some consistency and there also needs to be changes. Like I, I have to say this, you know, they'll say things like context can't be taken into consideration. They just pick out keywords, but that's bullshit because there's AI now that will write posts for you, that will write content for you, script, whatever. And it will be, like perfectly written nobody would ever know yep. that it's that, that was it's done something by a robot. Ge- generated by a right. robot if they can do that those those ai um thingy-majigs <laughs> the bots the can bots. definitely understand the context of a post yep. if they can un- if they can write something in context then they have to be able to understand context in the first place yep. so it's bullshit if facebook are, and, and meta are turning around and saying oh we can't take into account context yes you can mm. it's just you're putting it into in the too hard basket and not willing to well, spend it means the money that on they'd it. have to have an extra person there sorting through all the bs and yeah, yeah which yep. you know when you're on a platform that affects people's livelihoods and affects people's mental health and all that kind of stuff in that way, and yep. where you're being paid advertising money for mm-hmm. you know use by those people, then maybe they need to consider that they need to make some changes. Yep. Law unto themselves, really. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and that's a problem when something gets that big. It's, yep. um, it does become a law unto themselves. And As my mate Scotty said, don't affect uh, <laughs> affect. Don't insult the Autobots. Yes, because mm-hmm. Optimus Prime's going to get really pissed Coming. off with you. Yes. <laughs> Transformers and, and all and that. We, and we don't mess with Optimus Prime. No, we do not. No. Actually, so this time I think it's the end of the show. I think we're actually done. I think this is a good time. Our, our 12 without... Our 12 go us. So for once we've actually kept pretty much to time because, yeah. you know, we're an hour to our 15. So That's not terrible. Go us. Yeah, I know. We won't have to split this We won't have to split <laughs> this episode. <laughs> Good job. Hey, it was nice speaking to you today in the interview. Oh, thanks for having me. Are you going to interview me again, uh, again at some point soon? Yes, I will. Yes, yes I will. I'm going to come up with all sorts of stuff. Weird and wonderful yes. stuff. Crazy yeah. things to ask. Yeah, because I want to. I want to delve into your past a little bit. And, oh you know, God, I'm not sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's some there's some crazy what, shit there. I've lived a very colourful uh, life. What uh, what makes Natasha Price tick? Uh, TikTok. No. Tick. TikTok. Yeah, tick. 
TikTok. TikTok. Oh, that was terrible. That was terrible. I know. Maybe we should cut that. Hum- <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that, that one's up. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby's really sitting here laughing. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. All right. all right. Anyway, it was nice to see you all. We have Peace. got um, the fantastic Lee Skinner, who, who oh, is, is an Australian epic. record holder, para-athlete. Yep. Um, para He's a uh, uh, power lifter. Power lifter. And an incredible human being. Great guy. Yeah, really, really, really good, really guy. good guy. So yeah. he will be our guest next week. He's also an ambassador for um, uh, Australia Day this year. He is. Yeah, How so cool we'll, is we'll be able be? to chat yeah. to him about that. Yeah, super excited oh, for that yeah, one. Absolutely. So make sure so you... Um, and uh, before I forget, make sure you hit the like button, um, subscribe if you like what you've heard or seen. Absolutely. And uh, we'll um, see you next time. Catch you next time. See you guys. Bye. Well, that's a wrap for this week's episode of Two Cripples, One Pair of Legs. As always, we'd like to thank our studio guests for joining us and, of course, to the legends at Podfire for making all of this come to life. If you like what you've heard or even if we've offended the shit out of you but you still want to hear more, make sure you hit the subscribe button and also check out our Insta page, twocrips.oneparoflegs, and you'll be the first to know when a new episode drops. <laughs>